Chapter Seven of the Story of Edison and the Wonders of Electricity by Frank Mundell. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Work and Marriage. The money which Edison received for his inventions was nearly all spent in fitting up a shop in which much valuable work was done. One invention after another was turned out the majority of which were connected with telegraphy the result was that all looked to him to solve any difficulties which defied the efforts of other people the failure of other inventors was his opportunity and he certainly did not fail when he was called in to remedy a defect or complete an imperfect instrument in eighteen seventy three he entered into an agreement with several important firms to give them the first offer of all his telegraphic inventions in return they paid him a large salary and placed as much money at his disposal as he required soon he had a large establishment in full working order and was employing three hundred men in his factory there were no fixed hours of labour and yet there was no waste of time or material and no confusion in the works the spirit of edison was infused in the men he employed his eager earnest persevering and withal bright and cheery manner acted like magic on all who served him somehow every man felt the influence of his mastermind and was so considerately treated that he seemed to become a part of the wonderful inventive genius whose conceptions were as inexhaustible as his patience there was but one interest in that concern but one object and that was to carry out the plans of the master it was no uncommon thing for the men to become so interested in their work that they begged to be allowed to return in the evening to complete the experiments on which they were engaged nor was edison afraid to let his men see the joy he felt when an invention turned out successfully it was no unusual thing for him to go through the works and distribute sums of money among those who had an important experiment in hand he also joked them on their inability to do certain work that was much wanted in a given time and so incited them to put forth all their skill and work with the utmost speed when so engaged edison forgot everything else he even forgot to pay his taxes but the tax collector did not forget him government officials charged with this duty never suffer from a bad memory so one day the inventor received a notice informing him that unless the tax was paid on the following day he would be charged an extra sum as a fine for his delay next morning when he went to the city hall to pay the tax he found a great many before him who had received a similar notice taking his place at the end of the line 
he waited his turn until it came he was busy thinking about an experiment he had in hand and was suddenly aroused from his absent condition by the words sharply uttered now then young man look sharp what is your name edison looked blankly at the face of the official and then as blankly said i don't know at once he was waved aside another took his place his chance was lost and he had the extra money to pay he was especially successful in working out a system of automatic telegraphy by means of which the work was done without the assistance of an operator it consisted of three machines one for recording the words on paper one for sending the messages and a third for receiving them the speed at which this could be done was simply marvellous over some wires the rate varied from eight hundred to a thousand words a minute the wire between washington and new york could carry as much matter as equalled all the ordinary correspondence between the two cities the number and variety of edison's inventions make it impossible even to mention them while a description is impossible in a small work of this kind the details of those completed before he was twenty-four years of age would fill enough books to make a respectable library the official in charge of the office described the inventor as a young man who has kept the path to the patent office hot with his footsteps like many other great men edison could continue for a long period without sleep and when the work was done he could fall asleep at once and enjoy an equally long period of rest until he had made up the loss one thing told very largely in his favour he never touched intoxicating drinks or any kind of stimulants and therefore nature was not interfered with on one occasion edison received an order for six thousand pounds worth of machines they were to be constructed from a model which had worked successfully but when the first was finished there was found to be something wrong with it edison could not at first discover the cause of failure but that only made him more determined to remedy the defect taking a number of his best workmen to the top room in the factory he locked the door put the key in his pocket and said now you fellows you'll have to stay here until this job is completed as there was no appeal from the decision of the determined inventor and as the men were devoted to him the work went on and continued for sixty hours without sleep and little food then the mischief was discovered and the men were allowed to take the rest they sorely needed edison refreshed himself after the strain by a sleep of thirty-six hours edison also had an idea of his own about food 
he expressed a wish not to have the same thing to eat twice in a month he believed that variety in food is the secret of wise eating he says that the nations that eat the most kinds of food are the greatest nations to illustrate his theory he referred to the various peoples of the earth and their staple food rice-eating nations never progress he said they never do or act anything but rice 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 for ever one day in eighteen seventy three edison stopped to watch one of his young lady assistants who was attending a machine for writing by electricity he remained so long that it was a question whether it was the machine or the good-looking operator which was engaging his attention his persistent stare made the girl so nervous that she could not work and was obliged to stop then with a smile edison asked her if she was afraid of him and by one or two questions managed to draw out of her the fact that she liked him oh never mind explaining he said you can do that some other time in the meantime will you marry me probably the young lady had become so accustomed to the rapidity with which electricity did its work that she was not shocked at the electric speaking of the master of electricity she consulted with her friends and shortly afterwards mary e stillwell became mrs edison it is said that a friend was passing edison's laboratory very late on the inventor's wedding day when he looked up and saw a light burning entering the building he found his friend as usual completely engrossed in an experiment tom he said it's past midnight aren't you going home what is it so late replied edison past midnight and now i think of it i was married to-day yes i had better go home at once if edison had not found a wife to his liking inside his works it is highly probable that he would have remained a bachelor he never seems to have gone into society in those days or to have associated with many persons outside the scientific world in which he moved certainly having found the right woman it was a good thing that she had an intimate acquaintance with the ruling passion of his life one thing she could not say after her marriage which a lady from the outer world might have said that she did not expect to find him so thoroughly devoted to his scientific experiments as a fellow worker she knew exactly what manner of man she was uniting herself to and what to expect from him after their wedding that she was a sensible woman and possessed of tact is beyond question 
she entered more heartily than ever into her husband's schemes and became a part of her husband's life as few wives have an opportunity of doing she also retained the respect and affection of those with whom she had previously worked before his marriage edison had neither regular hours for eating nor for sleeping he left these things to take care of themselves he took food when he could go no longer without and he slept when he could no longer keep awake he tried nature to the utmost but as he was wise enough not to add to her difficulties by forming any dissipated habits or indulging in alcohol she was a kind mistress and did not inflict too heavy penalties on the scientific sinner after his marriage edison endeavoured to remember that he had a wife and that the well-being of his family had some claims upon his time he therefore became more regular in his habits and was not so often guilty of turning night into day still he did not and could not wholly change his methods he ever remained the same enthusiastic inventor and from time to time was so absorbed in his work that he forgot everybody and everything but the experiment which he had on hand we may here note that when edison became the happy father of two children a boy and a girl he gave them for their pet names the two symbols used in telegraphy a dot and a dash dot is known to her friends as mary estelle and dash bears his father's name edison settled down at menlo park a quiet spot about twenty-four miles distant from new york for a time his works remained at newark but when he became famous he received too many visitors to please him he did not object to give a reasonable amount of his time to scientific men like himself but he would not be pestered by curious people who only sought admittance to be able to say that they had seen the famous inventor at work to escape from the constant interruptions of thoughtless people he at length decided to move his whole establishment from newark to menlo park there he erected the required buildings and fitted them up in a magnificent manner the large workshop one hundred feet in length and thirty-five feet wide contained every kind of machine he could possibly need for his work here too were models of all kinds of apparatus and parts of every kind of telegraphic instruments there was also a large library of the best and most recent books for the use of the inventor and his staff on the shelves were rows of bottles containing the chemicals used in performing the various experiments there were also specimens of plants and minerals and preserved reptiles from one corner an organ and also a musical box 
sent forth sweet sounds from time to time edison had a body of capable assistants and skilled workmen to carry out his plans his chief assistant charles batchelor first entered his employment in eighteen seventy and has an interest in his inventions his private secretary l s griffin was at one time his telegraphic manager he has also a master machinist and a professor and assistants to conduct chemical experiments so capable are his staff that he can get a working model of a new invention constructed in a single day End of chapter seven